Welcome to Comadres y Comics. Comadres y Comics is a podcast hosted by three Latina women. We highlight the Latinx presence in the comic book industry as creators, characters, and fans. Join us as we talk chisme, comics, fandom, and beer. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Comadres y Comics. This is episode 152. I I'm going so. to go with 152. If that's an error, we'll, we'll fix it in post. I've always, <laughs> wanted, I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> uh, we are your hosts. I'm Sarah. I'm Kristen. Yes. And Jen. And no Jen. No Jen. <laughs> wah, wah. She is actually taking finals in college in San Jose. And we're doing a... Uh, impromptu recording at on location on location where are we Kristen we are at the red car brewery in Torrance California the red car brewery actually has the distinguished note to be the brewery that introduced me to craft beer before that I was not a craft I was not a beer drinker period I did not like beer I didn't think I, I it tasted good at all and it was not my preference of uh of drink when I would go out and not until we came here and started drinking their beer did I realize that uh, beer actually is supposed to taste good. Yes. And to note, uh, the red car is where I was introduced to Shandy's, oh. which I really love and drinking right now. What is a Shandy? Yes. What is a Shandy? <laughs> Well, Shandy, uh, historically, is just lemonade and a pilsner or an ale, but um, the red car actually does a little twist on the Shandy, and they include a shot of Sprite. Yes, that sounds amazing. <coughs> yes, and it's very refreshing. So I've ordered one, and so I'm very happy. I really, really like this. And yesterday was Free Comic Book Day, and we ended our night at Santa Monica Brew Works, where I had the shandy that they have canned and on tap. And that was really delicious. And also to note, they actually use um, hot dog on a stick I lemonade. I was so like amazed when you said that. And I love hot dog on a stick lemonade. And so when you said that that was lemonade that they used and I saw it on the can, I was like, oh my God. And then you said that the owner or one of the people inside told you that they were going to change the lemonade up soon? Yes, they were saying they were going to try to use a different type of lemonade. So he said to te definitely keep an eye out when they uh, can that iteration of the Shandy. Um, we actually got uh, four packs of that and we'll be reviewing it in an upcoming episode. But we're talking with the staff at the Santa Monica uh, Brew Works. Uh, we were gifted a a podcast tasting beer. Now, at the time, I hadn't noticed that we had already <laughs> reviewed this, oh, this yeah, beer, yeah. but it's Head in the Clouds. It's a, what is it, an Indian Pale Ale? Juicy Double IPA. Oh, nice. Um, I remember getting this beer in Costco, so we have reviewed it before, but thanks to the staff at the Santa Monica Brew Works for gifting us this for our podcast uh, for today's uh, episode. And today, we're not going to be reviewing a book per se, but we are going to talk about the last two events we were at. So the first event was the Latino Comics Expo. Yeah, celebrating 10 years, their 10-year anniversary 
history of being in existence. They started up in San Francisco. They moved down to Long Beach. They moved up to Modesto, and now back in Long Beach at the Museum of Latin American Art. We were um, so lucky to be a part of it, and it was just so amazing. We had just seen most of those people up in Modesto, yeah, um, but it was just great to be able to see. Uh, Chicago Bobby back yes. in the mix. Uh, he has taken over the uh, coordinating from Javier, who sadly went into retirement from the Latino Comics Expo, but still is involved. He was still there at the table celebrating an anniversary for El Muerto, too. So uh, there was just a lot of amazing stuff going on. Uh, Jaime and Gilbert Hernandez were there celebrating uh, an anniversary. It was just a weekend of a whole bunch of celebrations. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, I had such a great time. Also, Rafael was celebrating 30 years of Sonambulo. Oh, my gosh, 30 years? 30 years of Sonambulo, and I think 25 years of El Muerto, yes. I believe. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, these great um, Latino, Latinx creators creating comic books that reflect us in the pages of their book, which is really amazing, and I'm so happy that they've had such a long run with their comic book. Um, Chicago Bobby, my God, he did an amazing job. He came from Chicago to help organize the Latino Comics Expo in Long Beach. I mean, my God. I know. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Coordinating, That's <laughs> a coordinating event when you actually are local to the event is a big enough uh, headache and heartache. But to actually do it from many states away, many uh, many hour time zones time away, zones, right? <laughs> uh, definitely is a feat worthy of um, a whole bunch of praise for Chicago Bobby um, because he really he and uh, Ricardo really pulled it off, and it was a very successful event. No 11 a.m. Uh, Jamaica margaritas, sad to say, but uh, we had a fun time regardless. Yeah, we missed those margaritas, but we, uh, after talking to Chicago Bobby, we realized that it was a maybe a museum thing yes, and a COVID, a COVID thing. thing. They yeah. shut down their cafe during COVID, unfortunately, and so there was no food or drink available, and so uh, instead they had food trucks, which was really cool. Yes, we had the asada fries with mole sauce on top. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, God. Just feed us. We're happy. <laughs> no, but we did really well. We saw so many amazing people. We, uh, oh, my God. So what was the most memorable thing that happened to you at Latino Comics Expo, Kristen? <laughs> well, I know what you will say. Um, but for, for me, you know what's really cool is the fact that Jaime Hernandez recognizes us and yes. remembers us and is genuinely like happy to see us. He, you know, he uh, gave us a hug and we took a picture with him and his brother. And I really uh, appreciate that not only he, but a lot of uh, other creators who we hadn't seen in a long time and also visitors to the uh, to the expo um, came up to us and were like, oh my gosh, I listened to you. Or when I would start my spiel of, hey, we're Kumasi Comics and Bake Oh yeah, I already listened. That was really cool. <laughs> yes. um, so that was like one of my most memorable moments. But Sarah, I know that you are chomping at the bit to tell people <laughs> what your most memorable moment 
is? Oh, well, just to kind of give you kind of a heads up, we were pulled aside by Ricardo, and I thought what was being sent to the principal's office, and he's like, <laughs> I just want you guys to know that there's another podcast that's going to be podcasting in the corner uh, on Sunday, or was it Saturday? On Sunday, um, and I don't want you guys to feel bad. Uh, it's something that was organized by the museum. They're in an in international podcast, blah, blah, and I'm like, we're like, oh, that's fine. I mean, there's tons of podcasts out there. I mean, there's room for everyone. <laughs> so this table was like dark in a dark corner and there was no signs or anything. And I'm like, I thought there was going to be a podcast. And they didn't come until Saturday. And then first it was like a big, uh, like a crowd of like four people setting up these amazing, amazing equipment. And I was like, oh my God, who are these people? And then they put the uh, banner up mm -hmm. and it was <laughs> Jenny Lorenzo and another female comedian slash content creator who have a podcast called Hyphenated. And I was like, oh my God, Jenny Lorenzo is going to be here. Oh my God. So every, they were setting up and I kept, I kept turning around because they were behind us. I kept turning around. I'm like, when, <laughs> when is she going to get here? When is she going to get here? So finally they were there and I saw her and I was like, oh my God, I wonder if I'll get a chance to talk to her. They interviewed Jaime and Gilbert Hernandez. They interviewed, um, um, Javier. They interviewed Rafael, I think as well. Yeah. And, um, the and book Ricardo. of life guy, right? And the which one? The oh, book of life. Book of li yeah, I believe so too. And so, at the end of all of that, I was like, okay, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wait till she's not as busy. So she was like, just kind of standing there. Um, and then I went, excuse me, Miss Lorenzo, may I take a picture with you? And she's uh -huh. like, sure. And now I'm just thinking, please God, let her be nice. Please God, let her be nice. <laughs> and, um, and she was more than nice. I was like. Oh, you know what? Let me give you a pin for my podcast. She's like, oh, you have a podcast. And I told her our spiel and I gave her one of the free pins. And then she stayed at our table just talking to us. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she's still talking to us. Oh, my God. And she's super nice. And I just was like, oh, my gosh. She's like, yeah, just tag me in your pictures. And that way I can follow you guys, too. And she and did. I yes. saw she did. Oh, I'm so happy. And then... Um, we had flyers for the free comic book day uh, happening a week later after that event. And she's like, I'm so interested in going to your into your shop, she told Kristen. And I was like, you have to come to free comic book day. But she had another thing yeah. going on. But she really was like, I, regardless, I want to go to your shop. Like, I want to see your shop. So, like, I'm just like, maybe I should hang out at the shop more to kind of run into her. <laughs> I don't know. Like... I don't know. But anyway, I started listening to her podcast and it's oh, freaking nice. amazing. It's 30 minute uh, episodes and they're really We'd never be able to do that. Right? I know. I was thinking, wow, there's they really honed the, the time down. We need to take a, uh, a, a page out uh, of yeah. their, <laughs> their podcasting. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that was my highlight. Well, oh. can you actually remind people or even just educate people who might not know who she is oh. or know what the name is? Uh, I uh, just assumed everybody knew. But <laughs> <laughs> so Jenny Lorenzo, she, uh, she's a Cuban-American. She lived in Miami, and then she moved to L.A. She is a content creator. She it worked for me, too. That's probably where you recognize her. But most notably, I know people are going to recognize her because she does videos of her as being abuela. La abuela. And then she does uh, like a, a bunch of other characters in her skits, like the tias, um, my, um, 
the the daughters of mm -hmm. Las Dias, um, like Jaslaney, and it's just like she's just so creative. Um, definitely, definitely, um, I loved her work since the beginning. I could identify with that whole kind of life uh, with the abuela and la mamá and las tías que están ahí chismeando and everything. So um, I've been following her for so long, like on Facebook. So meeting her for me was like amazing. Yes, so I know I've seen her videos um, being shared uh, on uh, MeToo online and other uh, content, uh, Facebook pages that specifically gear towards Latinx um, audiences, and she's so good at what she does. Um, I recognized her immediately, um, but did not have as big of a fangirl moment as Sarah did. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was so easy to talk to and super nice, and I'm so grateful for that. But by the end of talking to her, like, I could already feel the beads of sweat accumulating on my forehead. And I was doing this kind of side sweep of my hair just to kind of clean up a little bit of the beads forming in my forehead because you guys know I always get really, really nervous. But, yeah, it was just really great. I really, really enjoyed it. And she was super nice. And you know what? I after listening to some of her episodes, she also got married on Halloween. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Cool. And um, she, I mean, she actually put a video content on it because I, I went to look at it after I heard the it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. But um, basically, um, all of her guests dressed in black. Oh. And it was like a sort of a slash Halloween party, and she had a lot of like. Um, she said, I think they came out to the to the Sally song from Nightmare Before Christmas, but the instrumental version. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it was like really, really Halloween-y. And I thought, oh my God, Kristen and her have something in common. That's no, cool. No, I want to get married on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Frank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although I did come out as a couple with my uh, husband and myself walking out into the crowd to uh, the Emperor's, um, the Emperor's uh, song from Star Wars. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> People are like, oh, God, why can't you grow up, Sarah? Why I'm like, it's my be? wedding. It's my wedding. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> why can't you be normal? No, I'm not going to be normal. Sorry. But anyway, that was uh, the highlights. And we got to hang out with the creators after yes. the event ended. And we just kind of like had a few beers and had some food. It was really amazing. We had some amazing barbecue. Thanks, Nathaniel Soyo, for oh. finding that place. And then a very cool dive bar across the street as well. So we always uh, find very cool places to hang out with the creators. And that was really cool. New place in Long Beach that I'd never been to before, but definitely planned to go back to yeah it was so good in fact that i took pictures of it and i plan to take frank because he likes uh, oh barbecue. nice yeah so yeah that was definitely a highlight hanging out with people we haven't seen in years and seeing the and i, I always say oh my god it's so good to see you guys i miss you guys and they're like we just saw you last week i know <laughs> i was like no i just missed the events with you guys in them and us being together so uh having two weeks back to back have been really really cool yeah definitely so we jumped right into a week after Free Comic Book Day. So it's been a very busy um, April, March, April, and May. I feel like 
April. I don't even remember what happened in April. Oh, I feel like we did something, but I don't remember what it was. But we um, had free comic book day at Heidi Hill Comics in Santa Monica yesterday, and it was super successful. And Comasi Comics had a table there sharing not only um, the information about how uh, people can find us and listen to us and watch us on YouTube, but Sarah was giving out free conchas. It oh, is one of yes. our favorite events. Well, I say our, but because <laughs> I'm so busy running the event and making sure everything's okay at the shop, I don't really get to spend much time behind the table. But Sarah has the um, the fun job of being able to give away free conchas to the attendees of the event. And they are always super, first of all, super surprised that you're giving it away for <laughs> free. Like, they're is like, this free? Yeah, they're like, are you sure? Yes. Um, but second of all, um, super excited about Conchas and you were saying Sarah that this year uh, there were a lot more people who uh, knew what a Concha actually was yes oh my god so like I think this has been my favorite it's at the new location it's the first time I've been to the new Heidi Ho location but for previous locations I always I've always taken 200 Conchas and so at the other shop which was closer to the third street promenade and stuff I would get this question is it gluten free uh is it dairy free does it have sugar and i'm like yes honey it is a concha it is a mexican sweetbread so so i got a lot of the kids not being able to eat conchas because their parents don't allow them to have sugar but at this location it was so rewarding to me because the kids would come up and they're like can i have a concha and i was like yes you know what it is and they would say stuff like oh yes um we just had a Cinco de Mayo um, celebration at my school, and I tried these for the first time, and they're delicious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cool. so, so I got a lot of that. I got a lot of, oh, my friend had me try these, and they're delicious, or I haven't had this in a long time. Some of the kids even took the Mexican candy, the ones oh, with the yeah. sandia uh -huh. and the chile on top, and I was like... Um, I'm sorry, it has it has chile. They're like, oh yeah, I know. I haven't had this in like years. I mean, you're talking to a generation after uh, hot Cheetos, so oh, I think yes. that they're pretty they're pretty versed in uh, <laughs> having spice, having and enjoying spicy things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, a lot of the kids were like, oh yeah, you know, I've had these before, and I I love that because in this instance, a lot of the kids were the ones that getting the conchas, and I was really happy. A lot of people knew what they were, or um, there was, I, I, I like how these little teenagers came with their acts, and they're like, oh, you gotta try this con concha, concha, <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're so cute. Um, but also, uh, yeah, a lot of people, I got a lot of people with uh, accents from elsewhere, too, that came and had the conchas as well. But they, it, was, it was just great. A lot of people, I learned this year to bring little baggies in case they can't eat it there. They could just take it home and have milk or coffee with it. So um, a lot. Of, I had the, I had a group of kids that came back three times, and I was like, if you guys want a bag, just let me know. I'll get you a little bag with like three or four. But yeah, it was really rewarding. It was really great. A lot of people, a lot of like young adults were like really receptive to the whole podcast idea. Uh -huh. And a lot of the men were like, oh, craft beer. Oh, that's right up my alley. So that was really rewarding. One of my favorite parts was like just to sit there and just, there was this one guy in particular who was like, it felt like an interview actually, because he said, um, 
so what do you find uh, rewarding about the podcast? And then I would tell him, and he goes, so what is the hardest component of the podcasting? And I was, that was like, damn, this feels like an interview. Uh, but he asked a lot of really interesting, good questions. And we Was we it the guy who was actually there filming? filming? No, he didn't oh, okay. ask any questions like that at all. Oh, huh. there, well, that was my favorite part was the conversation with this random guy who we were just talking about podcasts, you know, the, the, fun part, the hard part, the complicated part, and all of that stuff. Uh, there was another guy who, who was there with like a, a really fancy camera with those boom microphones and stuff, and he's actually doing a um, documentary, and so he he filmed me and he filmed uh, um, Eddie talking about his comic book, and then I said, if it's about comic books, you really should talk to the other creators here, because right behind me is Nathaniel Osoyo, and he just successfully kickstarted his book just a few days ago and there are other pe people here that have self-published that you should really talk to and he spent most of yeah. the day just interviewing and taking a lot of footage in so um in the future you might see me in a documentary about <laughs> comics so that was my favorite part what about you Kristen? i know you were really working a lot really hard well what i really appreciated is that there was a um very big latinx representation in our free comic book day event because of just all the connections that we make going to uh, conventions and Latinx conventions and just doing our podcast, people reaching out to us, people that we meet and learn about their projects through Commodity Comics. And so we had... Um Paul Meyer there from Under the Conwood Tree. We had Nathaniel, as Sarah said. Hondro was there. Yes. And somebody who I had just met at the Latino Comics Expo. Uh, no, sorry. The Latin X... Comic Arts, Arts Expo or Festival. Festival, Comics Arts Festival in Modesto, uh, Claudia Ramos, who is an amazing artist. She does like little chibi uh, Latinas and um, has stickers. Like um, I, I um, bought a couple in Modesto. Um, a couple said Latina Gang, and yes. one said um, You got this, Mija. And just they're super cute and super uh, positive. Yes, positive and culturally relevant. Um, and um, I invited her when I learned that she was, uh, when I met her in Modesto and learned that she was local to LA County. And she came and she was so happy to be there and to participate. She'd never, a uh, couple people that I uh, invited had never participated in a free comic book day event before it and really didn't even know what free comic book day was. And so um, it's really, to me important to have new creators, new faces, and also um, Free Comic Day, for those of you that don't know, is an industry-wide event uh, in the comic book industry where local comic shops purchase books at a very low cost from the publishers to give away for free to the community. And the the project itself, Local Comic Shop Day, was started by retailers and with the intention of promoting local comic shops and getting people who might not necessarily ever go to a comic store to come in and to also promote literacy. Uh, so it's a really amazing uh, opportunity for you to come in and pick up books for free uh, and get an introduction to a comic book and a story that you may not have ever had the opportunity to do before that. So.
Um, if you have never done it, plan to do it next year, 2023, on the first Saturday in May. It's always the first Saturday in May, uh, except for last year when it wasn't <laughs> because of the co COVID. because of COVID. Um, but traditionally and historically, it is always the first Saturday in May. And even if your local comic shop doesn't have a big event like how Heidi Ho did, they most likely will be having the free comic books to give away for free. Yes. Um, you know, you guys remember that I, Sarah, worked at Diamond Comics as a distributor of comic books. So free comic book day for me was like hell every year. Like just, oh my God, filling those gigantic orders of free comic books for them to celebrate free comic book day. It wasn't until I stopped working for Diamond that I enjoyed free comic book day. And there was one year that my husband was working in Las Vegas and I went to Vegas to visit with him for the weekend that free comic book day fell on that and we actually ended up going to a local comic oh, cool. shop in Vegas and they had a stormtrooper there and yeah. uh, a lady dressed up as Wonder Woman and it was not a big celebration like Heidi Ho does but it was definitely a celebration um, they had people there they had like balloons you know like when you fold the balloons into swords oh, yeah. So, I mean, they, every, every, I think every comic book shop tries to do something, like, memorable for the community. So, um, it hasn't been since I've been with Comadresi Comics and out of working with Diamond that I've enjoyed Free Comic Book Day. <laughs> because, let me tell you, those orders were killer. And, Ugh. you know, I never thought about that until you mentioned it the other day, the other side. There's so many facets and layers to the comic book industry, and every single one probably doesn't even realize the pain and, and horror that all the others yeah. go through. <laughs> the horror is the best description for it. Oh, my gosh. It was just so much, so many comic books. And because they're going to give them for free, they order extra comic books. And so, like, each shop yeah. had, like, a humongous order of all these different free comic book titles. Oh, the horror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, actually had a small order still that I had put in for free comic book day because when the orders were due we still were unsure of whether or not we were going to have an event because um, the COVID numbers were going up and a different strain was going up and the orders go in months and months and months ago so uh, things obviously all of you know things have changed and gone up and down and uh, unknowns over the last three years and so we didn't really know if we were going to have an event so when we finally decided to have it um <clears throat> i was stuck with the numbers that i had so some of the marvel books the the orders were a little bit lower than normal but uh the interesting thing is we had a whole bunch left over all the marvel books and dc books were gone but we had a whole bunch of other indie stuff yeah. uh, left over so we will be giving away free books uh in the shop until they're gone definitely good idea but yeah it was really great i one of my other favorite aspects is that uh kristen and and Eddie, they do like they give out raffle tickets with purchases at on the free comic book day. So at the end of the day, they raffle off these amazing packets of books. Um, and then like we got we had a really big crowd and there was a lot of cheering when the names were picked. It was a lot of fun. I, just really wholesome fun for the whole family. I love how the little girls came in their like awesome cosplay. Mm. I thought that was super. There cute. was a Boba Fett. There was. <laughs> And uh, we, uh, somebody in our crowd made the mistake of saying, oh, you're dressed as the Mandalorian. Yeah. And the little kid's like, no, I'm Boba Fett. <laughs> I was like, oh, snaps. He knows. Yeah. So it was really cool. I love the, the fandom. It was really great. Really, really amazing. So that
that has been this episode recap. Yeah. Can you think of anything else you want to add? I don't think so, but definitely these smaller events. Uh, I know that there's the San Diego and there's the WonderCon and there's you know Anime Expo and all those big run events and probably uh, some even in your area. But always be sure to support some of the smaller events that are going on. I know here in LA County there are always uh, signings going on at other local comic stores. We've uh, recently over the last couple months started having. Signings in our shop, so uh, keep a lookout for those kinds of events happening in your local areas. Because sometimes uh, you get opportunities to meet the people that you would never have the opportunity to do at some of those bigger events, and you're supporting uh, locally. Absolutely, I'd like to add also that at the Latino Comics Expo, um, I ran into an old acquaintance. Oh, that's right. Oh my God, I was super surprised. So, like this acquaintance I met in Nicaragua, and he was my photographer for my wedding in Nicaragua in 2011. And here I was giving the spiel about our podcast, and I looked at him, and he looked at me, and he like really looked at me, and I'm like, Oh my God, you're Otto Mejia. <laughs> And he smiled and he's like, yeah, I recognize you, but I wasn't sure um, because obviously we only met for that particular day. But it turns out he has relocated from Managua, Nicaragua to Long Beach, California. What, what are the chances? And he happened to be at you know, the Latino Comics Expo uh, when I was there. Isn't that crazy? It's so crazy. So we actually took a picture and sent it to my husband and he was like, what? Yeah. Otto's here? Like, apparently he lives here now. So we got to invite him for some kind of cookout or something. But yeah, that was a really surreal experience to kind of find somebody you met at a different country years ago right here in your own backyard that was crazy and at a comic book function I nonetheless know. right i mean you I, never know you never know <laughs> never know you never know who's reading comics uh, in the in the uh in the world yeah, in the, or in the closet yes yeah because i mean then we went into another conversation about like comic books in Nicaragua, I wanted to get some, but they were all geared to communism due to the government. Interesting. Yes, and we talked about the, I think it's a polar band, a polar bear that was the main character and they're like, yeah, I remember that. And I only know that because my husband told me about it. So mm -hmm. that was really interesting. I think they were like, showing one of their friends around that came to visit oh. because he was, yeah, he was talking about like Nicaragua and mm -hmm. everything, like in a more recent kind of setting. I met his wife, too, that I only met through Facebook. And through Facebook, I mean by seeing pictures of yeah, them together. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was really, really serendipitous and just really crazy, actually. I, I would never have thought in a million years. But, anyway, I uh, also want to thank uh, Santa Monica Brew Works for... Uh, gifting us head in the clouds yes uh, yes it's very delicious thank you guys <laughs> love it and soon to come the shandy review oh, but yes. yes um anyway so that has been this episode uh where can they find us Kristen? you can find us at uh comodicycomics.com where you will see all of the links to all of our social media including youtube where you can watch us interview in person local and not so local creators uh and those are always fun yes definitely and be sure to follow us on social media um, and also uh, be sure to tip your waiter thanks guys <laughs> <laughs> we have been your host I'm Sarah I'm Kristen and uh, Jen is studying for finals bye guys bye <laughs> 
And that's on period. Network. <laughs>